1: Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell.
3: Thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with a very special guest, um, someone who is doing something quite transformative for women throughout the world. And um, I have on the show today Maureen Broderick, who's the founder and CEO of Worldwide Women. And that is a new company on a, a social mission to tip the tip the world a bit closer to gender parity. I love that. Um, and,
2: <laughs> um, so welcome on the show, Maureen. Great to have you. Thank you, Vanessa. Thank you very much. And you know what? I just noticed. Um, that we share two things in common that I didn't know about. I'm just looking at your LinkedIn and you love dance. Mm-hmm. I see that. In, <laughs> and I'm a dancer. That yeah, was my ballet dancer. Wow. I was a professional ballet dancer and the first like 28 years of my life. And then I went to USF and I see we are alum, fellow USF. Fellow fern. alum. Yay. <laughs> go USF.
3: Woohoo. Go Don. Yeah, Go Don. <laughs> Yeah, Ooh, I actually okay. um uh, so no, that's great. Um I I actually um uh loved when I read that about in your bio about the ballet, the San Francisco ballet. You were actually yes, a performing dancer company. there. I
2: know. It was wow. my first profession. It was wow.
3: Quite wonderful. Uh isn't dance just the best? I mean Yes, it is. Yes it is. You know, I just um, you know, talk about being um, a woman just free, um, and, um, just so strong. Like when you see the ballerinas, um, let's say in the Nutcracker, any of the, you know, ballets that are there. And, uh-huh. um, let's say in San Francisco where I've gone, Opera House and, and, you know, very petite women, right? On these toe, you know, ballet yes. shoes, um, and just spinning and, you know, <laughs> just, so strong, so much muscle. I know. I know. So mu- yet so
2: much grace, right? Oh, I know. Petite, you know, tougher than nails. Tougher than uh, nails. You know? <laughs> Have you ever tougher seen? There's this picture that's nails.
3: rotating around um, on social media of, of the foot of a uh, 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 you know toe, uh, uh, a woman who dances on toe, and uh-huh, and uh-huh. it's just like this foot is so bruised and beaten and tore down. And, oh, yeah. and yet, there's this grace and this beauty that sits on top of it, right? And I know,
2: I know. It's, it's an interesting. Pretty, yeah. yeah. It's pretty so, hard on the body. You yeah. Know, I'm... I'm sitting here right now on two titanium hips. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. Uh, it's a, it's a professional it huh? ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, but worth every, every bit of it, I'd do it all over again. And it is, it's a beautiful uh, form of expression, but yeah. it's hard. It's hard. You got to really want to do it. Got to really want to do it. Yeah. You got to so. really want to do it. So, well, let me tell you about Worldwide Women. Yeah. So you started uh, online your- platform, uh, worldwide
3: uh, coi co correct? Awesome. First ever global resource center where millions of women and girls can come every day to discover (laughs) and connect with thousands of organizations. So how did you get this? How did you start this organization?
2: Oh, my goodness. Um, Well, you know, I always thought through the many years of from ballet to business to, you know, in-house business to my own consulting firm for almost 20 years, I always thought that someday, somehow, I would do something to support women, either one by one or globally. And I had no idea what that was going to be. But uh, about three, maybe four years ago, I started getting that, you know, we all get kind of a little itch, like it's time to do so, what am I going to do next in my professional life, and I started hunting around for my next thing, and... Um, you know, I always loved fragmented markets. That may sound kinda of crazy, but you know, pulling together a fragmented market. My son is an architect and he was studying at the time and I thought, wow, look at that industry. Um, they're ripe for combining some of these tiny small firms into bigger firms that, you know, operate more efficiently. And I was thinking about aggregation mm-hmm. <laughs> they roll up. And I was I, uh, I was on my way down to Silicon Valley to pitch a market strategy consulting assignment in mm. my consulting firm. Mm. And, I, and it, you know, I was heading towards Silicon Valley, and I went, oh, my gosh, Maureen, look at technology. You can barely operate your BlackBerry uh, at the time. <laughs> and uh, I said, you need to explore technology for your next thing. How can you incorporate it? And then it was like a download from the universe. I went, oh! what's the biggest fragmented market in the world? Women. How do you <laughs> mm. how do you pull them together? Technology. Mm. And that was the genesis of the whole Worldwide Women idea. I went on to my meeting. I pitched my little socks off uh, for an assignment. I came back to my office. I bought about, I don't know, 25, 30 URLs all about women, global, women, worldwide. You know, I bought everything I could think of. Uh, for URLs, and that was just it. That's what I was going to do. So that, mm. <laughs> that's where it came from. And, <clears throat> you know, the interesting thing is it's really hard uh, to find resources for women. They really are amazingly fragment, fragmented all over the world. Uh, it's hard to find. It's hard to quality check them. When I had the idea for Worldwide Women, I Googled uh, women startup entrepreneurs in the San Francisco Bay Area. And good grief, I must have gotten well over a 1,000 resources wow. to sort through, to vet, to say, oh, maybe this one, that one, the other one, and then I had to check them out further. So, you know, we really simplified that whole hunt and quality check process and put everything into this amazing, easy-to-use, online, 6,000-page, 23 cities, 13 countries, online directory. Wow, of you said 23 cities? 23 cities, 13 countries around the world, and we have we're almost up to 6,000 amazing and valuable organizations, programs, and services exclusively for women.
3: Wow, that's amazing. So isn't that so
2: that is, And so how long have you been doing this? Well, the idea, you know, so we actually started working on it about two and a half years ago, and I've had teams of young women all over the world. We have a little team in Rwanda right now of amazingly smart cookies mm-hmm. <laughs> who are, you know, researching, uh, aggregating, vetting uh, organizations. We go city by city. Um, so we'll go to Singapore and they will search for uh, organizations and programs across 10 categories. So you come to our website, you can hunt by Education, health and wellness, career and business support, women's rights, uh, motherhood, and on and on. Much more. There's 10 categories. So they hunt by category and vet organizations, and then we put them on city by city onto our web platform. Wow. That's
3: amazing. Well, I can tell you when Love Never Fails was selected as one of your highlighted organizations, we were extremely honored and Um, and I just began to look through your site, uh, and I'm like, wow, this is like amazing, there's so many. Like you said, you've you've done all the legwork for us um, to kind of become aware of this uh, umbrella of sisterhood that's out there, and so no that that was really encouraging to me, um, and of course, a, quite an honor um, that you know we were we were included or we were highlighted. So thank you for well, that.
2: <laughs> your organization is amazing and wonderful; it really is. But you know, we we as women. Uh, have have never been presented with the big picture mm-hmm. of all that's available to support us and to connect us. It's just it's just too scattered, yeah. uh, city by city, every corner of the world. We think when we're done, we'll never be done. But we think we really, honestly think there's a hundred thousand plus amazing things out there uh, for women. And you know what? The things that we're finding, like love, never fails. Are just passionately wonderful and dedicated to supporting women. It's just we we weep at least once a day, my little team. Mm, Your team, yeah, I know
3: that. It's, yeah, it's so we're going to take a break. We're going to come right back. But I want to leave the listening audience with a tag from your bio. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. As you stated that you, um at the age of 67, have launched this, co- this, <laughs> this company. And you said it's never over until it's over. When we come back, I'm going to ask you some questions about what exactly did you mean by that? We'll be right back. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio.
1: For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action And love those in your midst.
3: And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We're in the studio today uh, with a very special guest uh, who is the founder and CEO, uh, Maureen Broderick, founder and CEO of Worldwide Women. I am, um, just really excited to learn about, um, some of the things that really this expansion of, uh, services and camaraderie and collaboration that has occurred, uh, occurring worldwide with women, uh, you know, in 23 cities, 13 countries, 6,000, uh, women that have come together to share ideas under this umbrella of worldwide women, uh, and uh, an online platform that you created. And you said in your bio, it's never over till it's over. (laughs) And so tell us about that.
2: Well, you know, um, I I firmly believe that, number one. Um, Worldwide Women is my fourth professional career. Uh, I started off, as we discussed earlier, as a professional ballet dancer, danced till my very late 20s. Uh, went back to school, finished college uh, at our USF uh, lovely school, and then I entered the business world and spent about 18 years in-house as head of marketing for various big professional service firms, uh, and then I went on to launch my own consulting firm. Uh, another 18 to 20 years there working with major professional service firms around the world. And as we also discussed, about three or four years ago, I said, what's next? What's my next 20 years going to be? So at, you know, 65, 66, I started contemplating the next thing. And uh, yes, last year, last March, we officially raised the curtain on Worldwide Women, 67, 68, right this moment, to launch a global technology platform serving and supporting women. So, you know, we can reinvent ourselves many times. Uh, I have 24-year-old twin children, boy and a girl, and I have a 30-year-old daughter, and my 24-year-olds are just Worried about? Oh my gosh! Well, what if we pick the wrong thing to do? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, what if we pick the wrong thing to do? And I go, right? My gosh! You know, pick many things to do. Yeah. You you set your mind to it, and you can do it. And you know, it just keep evolving as a person, and don't be afraid to reinvent yourself. It's kind of funny. So,
3: I I was meeting. I was talking with an eighteen-year-old a couple months ago. And um, she was just perplexed, uh, worried mm-hmm. about what, you know, what career to choose. And I just what? kept saying, try a bunch of them, you know, and, and yeah. now in yeah. this day and age, right. in in times of, of past, you, there was just one career and you worked that until you retired, you know, 40, 40 years or so, 40, That's 50 funny. years. But no more. I mean, the technology has provided. A platform for change and for transformation uh, in in just a way that you know, like no no time before and um, and so I think it's on average people will have five different careers in their lifetime right and so yeah that's. You know, that's something I think we need to reinforce, um, with, with young people and just people in general. And, you know, even, uh, even like as we get older and, you know, get to that sort of retirement age, what exactly does that mean? Retirement age, right? <laughs> and what do you really do when you're retired? You know, hopefully you do what you're passionate about and, uh, right. which is worthwhile and valuable and is much needed. Um, yeah, well, I
2: I, yeah. I know. I agree. I mean, you know, 60s these days are the new 20, like the right? <laughs> maybe I'd say 40. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll be you reasonable know, maybe Maureen. I'd say 40s, but, you know, the fact is it's just we just Live so much longer, we're healthier, we're vital, our brains are, you know, kicking and good grief, you know. I mean, I, I gave birth to my twin children when I was 44, so, you know. Wow. <laughs> Got it. People, people said, what did you do for, you know, midlife crisis? I said, oh, I, I gave birth to twins. Uh, it's sort of, Kick that midlife crisis. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Blew that out the water. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, it's wonderful. It's daunting if you're 18 that you can try many things. It's pretty exciting when you're at the other end of the spectrum and you look back uh, and you go, wow, look at that. Right. <laughs> What's to come next? So in this,
3: you know, day and age where um, we still, despite the, you know, the the tremendous opportunities and the ability to recreate yourself, there's still quite a uh, disparity in economic, um, you know, gender parity in terms of finances and and, uh, what people make per hour. um, uh, Also, just in in human rights, right, Um, with women. And so how does that play a role in, you know, in the platform? You've provided. I know that you're highlighting agencies and organizations that you you admire or that you vetted, uh, but uh, you know what? How do you find yourself weaving those organizations into um, you know some of the things that you're passionate about or some of the you know human rights issues that are going on today?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, that's a really interesting question, Vanessa. And uh, I've I've been musing more and more about. What are the drivers that have the possibility of transforming I know the, the gender parity, the whole issue of not being equal around the world and what that leads to? What are the power drivers? And I've come up with three things, and we're, we're working on them at Worldwide Women to shift change. The first one is the first most powerful tool to me, which is what we tackle first, is information. Information is usually, it's a game changer when suddenly, no matter if you're in a small village in Africa or a bustling city of Singapore or San Francisco Bay Area, to be able to go and find resources, uh, you know, for everyone from old and young, from rich to poor, from, from, you know, everything you need at your fingertips that you can tap into is powerful. Mm -hmm. So information, number one, connection, number two, we've never, I, I like to say as a female species... Uh, have had a center, a place, a hub to come and connect. Can you just imagine the power of millions and millions of women every day coming to the same place, coming you know, to Worldwide Women to connect, share, collaborate, mm-hmm. solve global issues impacting, impacting women around the world? The third that we're just beginning to figure out is money. You said financial disparity a moment ago. Money is such a huge driver, and what women don't realize is the huge economic clout uh, that we that we have in the universe. We control, like, 70% of, you know. Spending, yeah. Spend I thought it was 80, world. but yeah. It's, it's it could just, be 80. I think it's, it's 80, huge, yeah. You know? it's, it's huge, like... and we don't know how to wield that power, and it's, it's, it's huge. I met with a whole group of women in the financial services industry last night, and we talked about just exactly this topic. How can we demystify money and make it accessible to women no matter where you are up and down the economic spectrum? How can we change the game with money? So I'm really excited about that, and we're going to explore that more and more and more on our platform.
3: Yeah. I mean, I, so I had the good fortune of doing a presentation, um, at, uh, Venture Church, uh, which is located in Los Gatos. There were about 75 women there and they invited me to kick off, um, an initiative that they're uh, running called women in the workplace. And, um, this was the first of many. And, mm-hmm. um, and I did a, you know, I did a presentation, uh, that really kind of, Oriented everyone toward, uh, around this sort of gender disparity in terms of, mm-hmm. you know, finance and, and also thinking about, you know, like some of the stats, 70, 70% of the mothers with children under 18, um, in the labor, fo- are in the labor force, right? Why with over 75% employed full time. Right. Mothers are the primary or sole earners for 40% of the households with children under 18 compared with 11% in 1960. So we're getting there. And yet... And yet there is quite a disparity um, for every 79 cents that a median man makes, according to the Census Bureau. Um, An African-American woman makes 60 cents and a Hispanic woman makes 55 cents. And that's in the U.S. And so, you know, it's just there's a lot of work to do um, when you think about racial disparity, layering on gender. and, Mm -hmm. um, And so when we come back, we'll talk some more. I also want to talk about Girls Festival and some great things that you're doing in the community. So we'll come right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio.
1: To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your
3: midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We want to encourage you, if you uh, would like to connect with us, learn more about how you can volunteer or support our ministry um, financially, uh, we would really appreciate that. And you can do that by going to our website and that is loveneverfailsus.com and uh, there is a donate page there. You can donate. Uh, you can be one of the million ways that we solve human trafficking by donating $1. Or a month or whatever amount um, works for you and your budget. Um, you can also make a one time contribution there. You can also look, uh, ta- uh, click on the volunteer tab and look for volunteer opportunities or maybe just start off by joining us at an event that we have going on. And of course, if you want to um, reach out to us, maybe you have some comments and feedback for us or maybe uh, you'd like to participate in the show, maybe be a guest, call me at 844 249 2698. So speaking of events that are going on in the community, um, you um, have hosted Girls Festival for a couple years now, and um, I'd love to um, you just have you kind of tell the listening audience what is it about, when is it occurring, how can they get involved?
2: Sure, sure. Thanks, Vanessa. Um, the Worldwide Women Girls Festival is an annual event. We kicked off uh, two years ago in um, 2016. Okay. And it is, oh my gosh, I don't even know how to talk about it. It is just a, an incredible day of power and possibility for girls and their families, uh, so far, uh, confined to the San Francisco Bay Area, but hopefully soon to go on the road. It's a, it's a day long, I call it a Six-ring circus of activities for girls. It starts off with, well, among the many things are we have we have all of the girls uh, organizations around the Bay Area who support girls uh, in a huge expo area up to sixty-five, seventy amazing organizations that you can connect with, uh, have your daughter, niece. Uh, whatever meet with and maybe join or be included. We have a huge makers fair, uh, with the tech companies in the Bay Area doing amazing things around the, under the STEAM umbrella, Mm -hmm. science, technology, engineering, art and math Mm -hmm. and in tech separating DNA and lots of STEM and coding classes taught by some of the Accenture and Oracle and big firms, Black Girls Code. Others, we have seven hours of performances on a main stage of girls' dance and theater and singing, troops, panel discussions of women all over the world. We have our own girlpreneur contest Mm. of young, uh, I know, young girl entrepreneurs who apply. Mark Cuban was judge number one among the judges of the first year. Oh, my gosh, it goes on all the sports teams. Uh, in the Bay Area, Common, we have a huge sports arena and 20, 20 plus workshops throughout the day of which you have participated in mm-hmm. at Love Never Fails, talking to girls about, you know, what to watch for in terms of trafficking and, uh, and you talk about that. It's an amazing workshop that you've done. Oh, thank uh, you. <clears throat> at the festival. Yeah. Yeah, so, so the yeah. festival, so when is it when is it coming up? So this year, uh fingers crossed, it's not it's almost almost solidified around October 6th. Okay. At the University of Santa Clara campus this year, which we're really excited about because we can host up to 6,000 girls like we did in our first festival at Fort Mason. So it will be a true massive wingding for girls. So Put a little marker on your calendar. Hopefully, we'll be sending out Save the Date uh, uh, notices pretty soon for, cool. uh, oh,
3: excuse me, October 6th. Beautiful. Well, uh, one of the things that I wanted to share with you, I'm super excited about speaking of, you know, sustainability and, you know, economic parity um for women um one of the things we've observed as we've taken women into our homes is um that you know we were we were placing them in jobs that really weren't providing for their long-term sustainability um unfortunately minimum wage is just not going to cut it in the bay area um, and allow a woman to live in safety with her especially one that has children um many of them were um were um being forced to go back into um chaotic um abusive situations um and you know without uh, you know a, a higher level of education a higher level of skill right and so nice. we we observed that in the early <laughs> early months early year of our right when we began our housing program and we started by opening up a community store and that was just to establish some of those fundamental you know uh, job skills uh, customer service uh, professional dress arriving on time mm-hmm. you know yeah. etiquette that kind of thing and um, and then what we started to do is some partners Partnerships with—we uh, have a partnership now with Wells Fargo, and we're placing. Um, people in the banking industry um, from our houses um, we have a relationship with century 21 and um, we're placing uh, we're actually w- getting uh, our ladies uh, real estate uh, licensed and okay. uh, and and the newest um, development is we actually have implemented our own IT academy and so uh, we currently have um, seven students that are um, taking a Cisco certification uh, we launched at the end of January, and it is a 14-week program. And I'm super excited because we're in negotiations and discussions with some folks over in San Francisco, and hoping to um, bring the academy is called IT Biz, hoping to bring that um, to um, to San Francisco. We're also uh, there are some discussions with some folks in Antioch. Um, there's some interest in Sacramento and in San Jose. So we're hoping that we can um, use this as a platform to provide sustainability, not just for women. Uh, there are men in the classes, men that have been, um, transitional age youth that were previous in foster care or Mm reentry homeless, uh, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And so just really the underrepresented under, um, under, uh, served in our communities, uh, of which, uh, human trafficking survivors are included. And so, um, and, and just women in general are very much included. And so we're, we're super excited about this first pilot and, um, and you know, hope to um, you know, spread our wings and maybe even do something at the girls festival to expose um expose the girls, the six thousand girls that are there to the possibility of becoming a networking engineer.
2: I think that would be absolutely terrific. I, I I truly do, and we will support that in any way, shape or form that we can. Um and I hear rumors that there's also Um, A potential new uh, collaboration with the hospitality culinary industry to Mm. train, you know, train at risk women for the hospitality industry. Oh, yeah. I know it's a common. It's a common. My daughter is a part of that, and she's passionate about opening a for-profit restaurant to support a nonprofit um, organization to train, you know, yeah. underserved girls uh, in the industry. So that, that's that's a common. <laughs> yeah, you know, actually, um, my
3: first young lady, um, who you know, I don't know how much you know about our, fir- you know, the, the way we got involved with this issue, but I was, you know, as you know, I was a dance teacher and one of my Uh 15 year olds was, uh, was raped and, and, and Uh in Hayward and then sold throughout California for a year. And, um, and she came, her, the, what she did when she came out of her recovery program or her restore restorative program, um, she came in, went into a culinary academy and, and that was very therapeutic for her to oh, yeah. just get reacquainted with food. I know that sounds weird, but it's like, yeah, yeah. you know, the humanity of like touching food and cooking food and the creativity that goes into it and the healing, um, you know, the colors and the smells and all of the sensory um, healing that happens when you're cooking um And especially by choice. Right. And, you know, and in a safe place. So anyway, more more programs like that will be really great. We're going to take a break.
2: Let's get these. Let's go. Let's get these people back into, you know, good paying jobs or into good paying jobs. I feel like that's just a huge, important effort. Yeah.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. So, so, you know, more to come on that. It sounds like there's some exciting, maybe new developments on your end. Um, we'll just stay tuned to hear more on that. But, um, we're going to take a break, a really quick break, and we'll come back. Um, and again, um, we're, we're hearing from Maureen, who is the CEO and founder of Worldwide Women. And we'll come right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio.
1: For more information on this program, visit love That's love never fails us. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst.
3: And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with Maureen Broderick, founder and CEO of Worldwide Women. And if you want to learn more about Worldwide Women, their website is Women, all spelled out, co. And um, tell, tell us, you know, so as you've spoken to so many um uh, different women with different visions and passions and um you know and and goals uh what what would you say is the resounding message that each of the women that you've dealt with um want to share with one another if, if if you had to summarize what what would be the message that that each would say to the other
2: um that's an interesting question. I think it would probably be. You are not alone. Mm. Um, I think you mentioned it earlier, Vanessa, about our global sisterhood mm-hmm. and why I, I, I don't use that word a lot. I don't know why. The fact is it's an enormously powerful and passionate global sisterhood. Mm-hmm. And you know everybody would say, "Come connect, we will help. And, you know, we have 6,000 organizations and growing every day right now. They all would give that same message. Come, we'll support you, we'll help you. You're not alone.
3: Yes, yes, yeah. And, you know, one of the things that I think, you know, gets in the way of uh, people leaning into that space is distrust, right? Uh, Or, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, competing Mm -hmm. agendas and, you know, oh, well, if I partner with you, um, you know, you might get more funding than I'll get, or you'll meet that special person that I want to meet. And sort of a, a competitive thing that, that we often, um, we can fall prey to if we don't have, uh, our mindset on, um, mm-hmm. some specific values, um, some, some, some things that are, you know, really tied to our strength in, in being together versus of heart. Right? Um, right. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. And,
3: and so I've just found that um, the more I try to, you know, well, we can't do that. But what can we do? The more I try mm-hmm. to find, you know, I call it leaning into yes. You know, mm-hmm. the more mm-hmm. I try to lean into yes and figure out how I can help you. How can I partner with you? How can I be with you? Um, you know, it's in those places where you, where I think you find the magic, you know, the beautiful Connection that that we can call sisterhood, you know, but right, you too. have to be
2: deliberate, right? It does, it does. I think the the interesting concept around worldwide women uh, that I believe is resonating with all of these organizations that support women is that we are we're positioning ourselves just as the hub as, you know, the place to post your organization so women can find you. We don't compete with anyone. And it is an interesting concept to some who say, oh, well, you know, we're doing that. Well, come on to Worldwide Women and tell everybody what you're doing because we don't want to compete with anyone. We really want to alleviate that whole competitiveness and say, let's all come live here. We all support women. Uh, we all want to help let's you know let's come here and showcase what we're doing to women around the world, so I feel it's happening. I really feel it's tipping. I feel that people are collaborating it just it's just it it's changing and it's so wonderful yes, 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 so what advice so you 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 know people
3: said you would say that all the women that you have um worked with um, would say to each other you're not alone where i'm here um what's your advice for for us as as, as the worldwide women on your platform what 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 is your advice
2: for us well um, gee uh i guess i would tell you i would encourage you to come and i don't want to make this a commercial announcement but i do mean it please come and utilize this powerful information tool uh, you know, there is something for everyone in every culture, every stage of life, uh, every economic, you know, position, and there's something to support you and help you make your life a little better on our platform. And I just encourage you, this is a huge, you know, I, I often don't use the word directory, but important place to find things uh, to help you out. You're going to be, everybody who comes is just, amazed at what's out there you know just amazed at what what's available so i guess that would be my advice is use this powerful tool it's really a present we believe uh for women all over the world
3: yes 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 so great so advice is you know connect right you said gather information find each other connect share collaborate and rally for one another, um, absolutely for absolutely. for funding for us to have that gender parity to put that powerful eighty percent of the decision making uh, on on spend
2: right uh, to work. Um, absolutely, you know, absolutely. We, we're we're launching a new campaign. As a matter of fact, in the month of March, uh, a new section on our platform on our website called "Buy from Women," mm. and we're. Uh, listing, you know, women-owned businesses We're starting in the San Francisco Bay Area And then we'll expand it city by city around the world But local women-owned businesses Who produce products or provide services We want to be on our site And we are going to, you know Market, promote the holy heck out of them And mm-hmm. hopefully launch a whole global movement yeah. uh, To buy goods and services for women Among the many things we're doing Is we do want people to invest in each other uh, in organizations like yours and women who have their own businesses. So let's go do it. <laughs> yeah, and let me just say,
3: so there's a lot of men that listen to this show, and um, we're so grateful for you guys listening. And one of the things that struck me, so um, I, I'm part of the Cisco Black Professionals Network, um, and they invited me to do um, a an education on Love Number Fails as part of Black History Month um, mm-hmm. earlier this week. And I went in, and I was just... I was just so happy to find that there were less black people than other ethnists at the Cisco black professionals uh, Mm -hmm. network Mm -hmm. event. And what it said to me is that when you know that you've really reached a place of, of of like getting the issue is when people that are not like you um, are rallying for, Uh, your rights and you you know, your needs and see you and support you. And, and, and there's really nothing in it for them except that they, that, that it ties back to their core values, which say that everybody should be loved and, 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 and safe and, and treated equally. And, right. And so I know a lot of men are coming to coming into this um you know this movement to support the women in their lives are it's you finding true. that
2: oh absolutely 20% of our visitors monthly visitors to our website and we've got like 100,000 followers and supporters at this stage of the game 20% of them are men wow uh you know men who are using this information tool to find summer camps and schools for their daughters and health centers for their wives and retirement plans for their moms and I mean it's it's becoming a it's a co-ed tool yeah <laughs> the co-ed tool is an information source you know so yes men are absolutely positively welcome uh, to our side and to everything supporting women. Yeah, it's uh, a little
3: bit of an. It, it, it's. It, I think it's a little bit of a stretch for some people to get that right. That, mm-hmm, um, you know, mm-hmm. why would so we're going to say buy women-owned products? Why would a man support that? Well. You tell me. I have my theory about but <laughs> well, why would? Why would a man a lot support of women that?
2: women-owned businesses make men's clothing and, you know, make cupcakes and make, you know, own restaurants. And our lawyers and doctors and dentists and coaches and consultants, and they work equally with men and women. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, they, these are, you know, women-owned businesses who provide services for everybody.
3: Yeah, uh, and I think as we empower women, um there's some some things that we see in society, um I think that that are more prevalent, I'll just say as you empower women and you make a a woman financially um sound, uh you you know, women tend to work in more of a collaborative nature with others in their community. And so,
2: sure. 9 times
3: out of 10, you're going going to get not just reap the benefits for that woman and her immediate family, but for the community at large. And I don't know if that, you know, I don't I don't have any data at my fingertips that would say that men are not that way. Um, but I, I, I do know that um, just in just experientially, I've seen that when women are, you know, make more income, uh, everyone around them uh, is blessed. And so oh, Absolutely. You know, so and, so there that's a good reason, yeah. right? You know, bless absolutely. her and she'll bless you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. Well, you know the stats of Kiva and their yeah, microfinancing. Exactly. See, like almost 90% of what they uh the loans they make are to women, mm-hmm. you know, who buy a you know uh, uh, what do you call it when you what you weave on you know they buy a cow or they mm-hmm. buy a, you know yeah uh, uh, and they and they make money and they pay it send back their kids to yeah. school. they support their village I mean the stats are totally out there of the power of women being empowered. financially stable and exactly. educated
3: and empowered exactly so. okay we're gonna take a break we're gonna come back we've got some events in the community we want to make sure you're aware of so we'll be right back and thanks for listening to love never Fails Radio.
1: To join in the fight for love, visit LoveNeverFailsUs.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst.
3: Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. I'm in the studio today with Maureen Broderick, founder and CEO of Worldwide Women. Thank you so much, Maureen, for spending this time with us, sharing this great work that you've been doing. Um, we, I just so appreciate you. And uh, is there anything going on that you'd like to? I know that we want to just remind everyone that they can learn more about what you're doing and, and access the platform at WorldwideWomen.co. Is there anything else that we should um, just
2: make note of for the future? uh two things uh yes please come to wwwworldwidewomen.co and sign up join us it's totally absolutely free and when you do that you'll get uh you'll get uh, a weekly maybe even a twice a week uh mailing featuring organizations like love never fails and other amazing organizations and soon some women owned businesses plus uh, in those emails, we put notices of conferences, events, special discounts to worldwide Wide Web members being offered by the organizations that uh, live on our site. So lots of opportunities if you sign up to be plugged in and put a little tentative X on Saturday, October 6th. For the third annual Worldwide Girls Festival at University, uh, Santa Clara, at Santa Clara University, uh, and we will verify that. Fingers crossed, very shortly. Awesome. Um, that's it. Yay. Well, thank
3: you so much, Maureen. <laughs> I'm just going to share a few more things. So we've got a few things going on in the community. Um, on uh, this evening, uh, we are actually at Oakland City Church. It's not too late. It's from 5 to 8 p.m. Uh, if you want to join our Paint Night fundraiser, uh, you can reach out uh, to... Uh, Uh, You can reach out to info at loveneverfailsus.com for specifics, but it's a paint night fundraiser for Love Never Fails at Oakland City Church and um and then uh tomorrow which is the 4th of march that's a sunday uh we will uh be doing our monthly night of prayer and that is at six o'clock in a variety wherever you're at come together and just lift us up in prayer um we uh you know we obviously want to eradicate uh human trafficking in our communities and we want to spread the message of love to those uh love value worth um and to those that are in our communities. And so uh that prayer is at six o'clock on, on this uh March the fourth this Sunday and um we are we do have a group that gathers in Hayward. If you're in a different city though, create your own group and let prayer at loveneverfails dot know that you're getting involved in that. That would be great. Also on the seventeenth of March we are going out for street outreach and we'll meet at seven o'clock at Faith Fellowship Church, which is five seven seven Manor Boulevard. We'll do a training there and then we'll hit the streets and go out and be back around midnight that evening. Um, also, we want to invite you, we're so excited on April the 5th, uh, we actually um, are so honored to highlight uh, our the keynote speaker for the Innocent Voices Benefit Dinner and she is a board member, Love Never Fails board member, entrepreneur and survivor leader Brianna Mosley and she will uh, be talking about her entrepreneurial uh, uh, endeavors and her experience as a small business owner, the owner of Katrina's Popcorn, um, the tickets are $40 each. And if you go to our website, loveneverfailsus.com, you can actually purchase them right from there. Um, lastly, I want to invite you to participate in our Mentors for Positive Change um, training. Um, it is a 18-hour a, a bit of education, and we are going to be hosting it in San Francisco starting March 17th through April 7th. Every Saturday from 11.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. It is hosted by Peace Parks and a variety of other organizations in, um, in uh, San Francisco PD, um, the mayor's office, a variety of others are providing the facility. We're so grateful to them. And um, so reach out to... To mentors and that's with an s mentors at love never dot com to get more information that's misty felton and that's mentors at love never dot com we so appreciate you listening to today's show uh of course we want you to know that um if you haven't heard it before or you need to hear it again we want you to know that you are loved
1: thanks for joining us this week on love never fails radio